Hello and welcome to On Leading. I'm Riley Mills, Communication and Program Manager for MHS Association. And as indicated by you hear my voice right now, your podcast host. On Leading is a series of conversations that explore what leadership in health and human service organizations really looks like, how to be authentic in all we do, how compassion, humility, humor, and grace all play a role in our work. We hope that these perspectives on leadership further inspire you and connect you with our Anabaptist community. Everence Financial is pleased to support MHS Association and the leaders it serves. We help your organization thrive with services to advance your mission and values. Hi, Kevin. Thank you so much for joining us today on Leading. So I'm going to go ahead and have you introduce yourself. Who, who are you? What do you do? Why are you here? Is that too existential for you? No, we'll survive existentialism. It's all good. Thank you, Riley. I appreciate it. Uh, my name is Kevin Paluzak, and I am the executive director of Pleasant View Incorporated, which is a nonprofit faith-based organization in Harrisonburg, Virginia. We provide supports and services to adults with developmental disabilities. So have you always been in health and human services, or is this was there ever a point in your career where this was not what you were doing? Wow, that's that's a loaded story. I'm from the School of Hard Knocks. I have to experience things before I can then get the education to apply to them. So I dropped out of college, um, became a beach bum, eventually woke up one day and realized there was no money in being a beach bum. So I joined the military, not to make money, but to have stability. So I joined the Navy, got out of the Navy. And when I got out of the Navy, I was stationed in Virginia Beach and I needed a job. And when I was a beach bum, I did uh, summer camps before and after school programs and things like that. I worked with kids and I was like, well, all right, I can play and have fun and make a little bit of money. So I'm going to do that and uh, go back to school. So I, uh, I I took the opportunity to get a job at Parks and Rec, City of Virginia Beach. And I did that until eventually I moved to uh, the Fredericksburg, Virginia area. And at that point in time, um, I needed a job. And I'm old enough that we used the classifieds back then. The Internet wasn't really a thing. And we had a newspaper. And in that process, this place had the word child in it. I'm like, they've got kids there. I'm going to go get a job working with kids and continue this and I'll go back to school. So I go out there, I get hired. I show up day one and they give me one day of training and they're like, go and sin no more. So I, I go out and unbeknownst to me, this is a child, not adolescent residential treatment program for what you would classify now as behavioral health, severe trauma, um, a lot of complications at the time. It was labeled helping uh, abuse, neglected, and at-risk youth. So I started out with kids, and some of those kids had developmental disabilities, which then transferred into what I do today. Finished my college degree in individualized studies just as I went back to school, so I get that piece of paper for that next step. Um, later on, I was like, okay, I have that degree. What's next? So I ended up getting a master's in, in human services leadership which just corresponded to the work experience I had. So I would get the work experience, then I would go get the piece of paper that would go with it. You know, my, my career started out as trying to play and have fun. And I woke up one day and I was like, I've got a career. How did this happen? And that's that's continued to push me to continue to grow and evolve, not just in what I do now, but to continue that education process. So I'm, I'm currently in school right now, working on a doctorate in strategic leadership, because I just firmly believe that we should always be growing and improving and looking at ways to obtain greater wisdom. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think it's incredible that you you came from a place of, as you say, beach bum to being in leadership in the in the most extreme sense of the word. 
it sounds like you've had hands-on experience and that was the passion that drove you towards learning more, doing more, being more involved. Is it challenging now being in a position where you may not get that hands-on as often as you used to? Is that something you miss? Is that something you're able to do? How do you incorporate it? That's a great question, Riley. You know, one of the things I love about Health and Human Services is that we're impacting lives. We're empowering people for success. And and that's what it's all about to me. And, you know, I can't sit in an office and just read policies and make decisions. And, you know, I, I need to see the fruit of that work. So to your point, you know, my, my journey kind of evolved. Um, after working a variety of different programs, I took a job working programs or regulating programs for the, the state of Virginia. So then I was doing oversight to a third of the state and I was overseeing all their programs from whether it was psychiatric and behavioral health programs, whether it was programs for adults with disabilities, whether it was kids and youth programming, um, whether it was substance abuse disorders, you name it. I was, I was regulating and overseeing those and advocating on behalf of the, those getting services. Um, but that was too detached from that day-to-day outcomes. So um, I got out of that and I started a consulting company. And for six years, I was a consultant going into companies and helping them improve their services. Instead of just looking at them and saying, you're not doing this right, the regulatory role, I came in and stood beside them and, and empowered them to walk the journey to, to build successful programs and to enhance the quality of services. But even in that, I missed that organic hands-on seeing things go from start to fruition and truly seeing the impact and and the 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 value in the lives of those that get services. So from that lens, today we have a joke in my office that I have an attention span in a building of about six hours. I can work a 20-hour day, but I can't be in one place for more than six hours without just crawling in my skin, pacing back and forth. So when I have those moments, um, one of the great things about where I am today is that our administration building is large. And on the other half of our building, we have some programming and services taking place. So it's without hesitation that I'll get out of a meeting that was um, way too long or that you know could have been an email and I'll go down the hall and I'll spend 10 minutes just sitting and interacting and being rejuvenated and being reminded of why we're making the decisions we are and reminded of why I have a job in the first place. So walking back to your experience as a consultant and then to what you're doing now, maybe this is presumptuous, but I'm, I'm going to say that you had, had some words of wisdom to depart on the organizations that you were helping and some ideas and concepts that have helped you get to where you are and, and keep in check with your own leadership. So as someone is maybe an emerging leader, it, what advice would you bestow on them for their position to help them maybe maybe stay grounded in the work that they're doing and, and kind of hold on to the passion that, that initiated their, their drive to do what they're doing? Wow. That implies I have wisdom to offer. That's a lot to ask in this process. Um, the, the reality of, of the industry is that, that burnout is real. And, you know, I'm the first one to preach taking care of yourself while not taking care of myself. So I'm not going to, you know, pretend that I do that. That's truly one of those 
do as I say, not as I do things in regards to how I, I, I do things. And that's something that I'm always looking at and always trying to, to correct, not necessarily successfully, but I say that to say that the burnout factor is real in healthy human services. And we are people working with people, helping people. And quite honestly, people are frustrated. <laughs> so I, I, I say that to, to, to not be a judgmental perspective, but to say never lose sight of why you're here. Never lose sight of why you're doing what you do. If you were drawn to work in the industry because you want to see the impact of somebody having better opportunities in life, then always remind yourself of that no matter what your role is. And sometimes the roles, as you grow and expand in your, in your career growth and you go up the career ladder, disconnect from that. But if you stay true to who you are, you will always find a way to go back to it. My first story with you was, how did I get into the industry? I wanted to play and have fun with kids and, and try to be a good, good influence, which means that I need to play and have fun at work, even in my role as an executive director. And honestly, it's the same thing in, in relationships and, and work as a relationship. So whether it's, you know, why do I have this friendship with somebody, even when they're frustrating me, you go back to those connections, whether it's marriage, whether it's it's um, friendship, whether it's uh, being a parent, it, whether it's running a business, it, it comes down to what brought me here and what do I value? And if you don't lose sight of who you are and the mission, vision and values that drew you there, then as you expand your roles, you will see that influence expand as well. Thank you so much, Kevin, for sharing that with me and, and with our members. I think that um, your perspective on leadership and on leading has been invaluable. And and I would say that that, that was very wise. Um, if you had any doubts, <laughs> I would say it counts. So thank you so much again for joining us. That's all we have time for today. But I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for talking with me. Well, thank you, Riley. I appreciate the opportunity to to, to talk with you. And uh, just, just thank you so much. Thanks for the work you do. And thank you for putting things out there that remind us of why we do what we do and to keep us moving forward and to feel empowered. So thank you.